listening to the Curiosity Collective podcast and I'm Deepika. I met Padma Patel in Yalahanka, Bangalore a few months ago. She's one of a team of people at her apartment complex, Purva Venezia, who's led the way in getting over 1300 households to segregate and compost waste. Within the first few minutes of meeting her, I was witness to call after call from people, you know, in different parts of Bangalore wanting to come and meet her. And as we started talking, I began to understand why, because it's not easy to do what she's done, and you know, and then to take a whole community of people along with you. But what's most striking to me about Padma's journey is how undeterred she's been in doing what she's doing and getting people to actually imbibe the spirit of composting and to build what she calls a culture of composting. In this conversation, she explains the step that she took and continues to take to be responsible not just for her own waste. But for that of the four thousand five hundred odd people who live there, so here's Padma. My name is Padma Patil. I uh, live in a community which houses one thousand three hundred thirty-two flats. We are the uh, premium residential apartment complex of Yalanka. Uh, one of the famous also for the sustainability uh, projects that we have undertaken. It was around two thousand twelve that. newspapers were replete with so many articles you know about garbage lining the roads and at every street corner every day when you are looking at some news article you keep wondering why is it that the government is not doing anything about it when we do a math in our own mind that today we are generating so much of garbage and where is it all going to a village now if that village is exhausted where will we go another village so after that another village so ever is it ever going to stop was uh, uh, a kind of uh, helplessness that i felt that why is it that we are unable to find a solution to it when the problem is so evident when there is a problem definitely there should be solutions for it so what's the solution segregation so when i came here then it stuck me okay let me try with segregation we have anyway 1332 homes which is a good impact which i can probably make for my environment so just started like that and then uh, we thought what is the best way forward now so educating educating the literate people that's what i will tell you because they read the newspapers they are aware yet uh, we don't know what is going to happen if we mix so what we did this project saying that we will do a door to door pleading or uh, trying to tell people why and why not for segregation okay that's what we our first uh, line of thought was we will do segregation first so what we started off as a team of three people uh, but then when we uh, um, when we you know asked for volunteers the uh, people were forthcoming especially the ladies uh, then we made a team of about 7 to 8 uh, and then we said whichever you are, you are whichever block you are staying in contact only them for the time being like we went step by step you convince your neighbors to become green volunteers you convince your block people whoever you are in touch with to do segregation at source they have this argument our next door neighbor which is an apartment doesn't do why do you want to bother about it anyway they are sending their waste outside how does it matter to you 
we don't believe in all this we had don't have time we don't have energy so all the arguments uh, we had a counter argument for everything but we never argued or made enemies out of these people who did not agree with us it's that the culture has to seep in slowly today our apartment it's a norm to segregate if you do not you are looked upon like uh, uh, these people don't segregate is it uh, uh, they have come from the moon slowly we got volunteers for each block today we have swelled up to 30 members in the green committee which is a great thing see not all people may be active all the time but it does not matter so long as they subscribe to the cause today or tomorrow they will have a role to play so what we did is uh, we have a policy called move in and move out when they anybody new is moving in the first thing we have, we give them a few uh, documents rules and regulations when uh, if you are a student then there are certain rules that you have to follow if you are a household there are certain rules when you are moving in you can't move in beyond 6 o'clock or 9 o'clock uh, beyond 9 before 9 o'clock you cannot move in certain guidelines are there in the same way green guidelines are there so the pamphlet will be handed over to you people don't really care when they are handed over so what we do we will update we we have a concept of block rep so every block will have one representative who is also you know in charge with you know letting them know about the green guidelines now if that person does not have time uh the security will update because there is a language barrier also they may not know kannada or hindi so they will say please see the notice board there are certain guidelines for waste collection so please do accordingly and once they move in uh we do not visit them but our supervisors will take the trouble to go to their house ring them and tell them when your waste comes out it has to be segregated we started working since 2012 that time black plastic bags were not banned so for the reject waste we had allowed black plastic bags later on when the plastic ban rules came in place we said no more black plastic covers no more biodegradable covers then uh, you know these green covers which are biodegradable in nature that's what they write on the covers they are also banned by the government order so we shared that in our portal saying that no more we will be accepting these so we will not accept this no plastic cover, no no plastic cover can be given as part of as being tied in waste being tied inside and then given out we can only accept it as part of the waste now you want to throw it as waste okay but you will have to keep three bins separately we will pick it and put it in our particular bins by 2014 we had about 40 tons of way compost lying in our yard and not picked by any farmer or anybody then it struck me that it's not just good to compost and keep aside but to get a farmer to buy your product you know that's when we started going helter skelter looking for clients to buy because we are a huge complex generating so much of waste and we have to get rid of the comp- uh, you know manure uh, you know compost that we make at the end of it all we have like matured and followed the rules now next what you know that was the question we had so 
uh, I could connect to a farmer that time who was in Nelamangala doing organic farming. So I asked him, please come down, look at our compost. If you like it, please take it. We'll give you at a concessional rate. So he bought about 40 tons of compost. I We had piled about from 2011 onwards, we had piled about 40 tons at one place and we got rid of it. It was, why I'm talking about got rid of is it had no value for us. You know, nobody knew the value of compost that time. We just produce, we keep it aside. But we don't know what to do about it. When only when we are hard-pressed for space that you will think, oh my God, I need this space. What, what do I do with this? That's when, you know, all these things came in full circle for us. Okay, so I put out my food waste. I make a compost of it. Then I put, gave it to a farmer. I use it in my farm. inside for my landscape. So this is one full circle for us. Then we focused next on dry waste. How to make the dry waste generate revenue for us? The one is that every dry waste has got a value. But then today we have graduated to 25,000 per month. Our journey which started with a um, waste being looked upon as a problem is actually today a boon because it makes us smile. We are not doing anything that is harmful. We have done our part. And today the whole of Purva Venezia feels proud of this particular aspect that we are, as a community, do not pollute our surroundings. In Padma's apartment complex, waste really is a boon. And I realized that when she took me to the space allocated for sorting and composting wet and dry waste, where she was greeted with immense warmth from the staff that works there and, and that space was just humming with activity with different people segregating things and you could see how alive it was. And what's most striking about it is that they really transformed something that's considered a dirty business to go that full circle back to the earth again. Um, We hope her story will inspire you to get cracking on your building societies to start segregating and composting at scale. And if you're in Bangalore and would like to start turning your waste to a boon, you can reach out to Padma Patel for more information. Write to us at team at thecuriositycollective.org for more information. This episode has been made with the support of Srinidhi Raghavan and produced by the Bangalore Recording Company.